Welcome to Fierce and Fabulous in Midlife, a podcast for women who are so ready to say yes to themselves, to redefine midlife, to liberate themselves from social conditioning, and to reclaim their motherfucking power. I'm your host, Star Monroe, expert therapist, coach, mentor to midlife women worldwide. And I've been working with women for over 30 years now, so I kind of know what's going on in your head. I am the founder of the Fabulous Collective, the secret society for midlife women on the rise and doors reopen this August. Check it out and hop onto the VIP waitlist at fiercemidlife.com. You are in amazing hands as I am obsessed with helping women step into and own the fuck out of their power. If you are a midlife woman who knows she is meant for so much more, then you've landed in the right place. Join me each week for powerful wisdom, empowering real talk and secrets from my life-altering methodology, the Star Monroe Method. Here you have all the permission you'll ever need to live your most fierce and fabulous midlife. You ready? Let's do this. Welcome to episode 10. And I'm talking about the four pillars of my methodology, the Star Monroe Method. And we're on pillar number four, which is four out of four. And it's all about tuning into your higher power or your highest self. Now, if I take us back to... I think it was over 15 or 17 years ago. And I was in the middle of my cocaine addiction and I was spending all my money. I think I was on the the brink of going bankrupt. And I was snorting two grams every single day. I was drinking two bottles of wine every single day. Surprised I've still got a liver, to be honest. Um, And I would go into these altered states because I'd be high on drugs. and. I, the voices in my, in my head would be pulling me down. I would feel, be feeling a lot of shame. And yet in all of that noise and everything else going on outside me, which is always full of drama and chaos, there was this inner voice, this inner voice that said to me, you're not okay and you're going to be okay. You are going to find a way out of this you are going to find a way out of this. And as I tell you this now, I've got tears in my eyes because at the time I didn't didn't believe it, yet I allowed the voice to come into my world and and allowed it to be with me. And I'm so glad that voice was there because I am out the other side and I am out the other side and I have created a life where I'm not thriving. (laughs) Hang on, where I'm not not surviving, yet I'm thriving. (laughs) I'm getting all like teary over here. Let me just take a moment. So this is what I mean by a higher power, your higher self. It's a voice. Um, it, it, it could be a voice. It could be sensations. It could be images. It could be something outside you. We all need, we all need a touchstone we, to remind us of who we are. I'm going to say that again because it's so important. We all need a touchstone or touchstones to remind us of who we are and who we can become. I 
honestly, from the story that I opened this episode up with, I believe the touchstone is within us. I really do. I I am here. You know, people over the years have said to me, well, who's on your altar? Who do you pray to? Who do you ask for guidance? And I've always said to them, I'm like, me, me, I guide me. I will tell myself where to go. I have got my own back, even when I didn't. <laughs> even when I didn't have my back, I really believed it. I believed it with my heart and my soul. And I even I believe it even more now because this is how I live my life. So I believe the touchstone is within us. And I call it my soul. It's like there is something deeper and bigger. And I believe, and this is, I'm not going to push my beliefs on you. I'm just going to share my beliefs. And this is what I love. It's like we can all have these different beliefs. And I'm fed up with gurus and so-called experts going, this is the way, follow me, and we must do it this way. I'm not like that. I, I want to open doors for you to think about things differently and to get really curious and to go, wow, well, what is this? What does this mean for me? So I call it my your soul, my soul, and I believe my soul has a blueprint of what I'm here to do. I really do. And I believe that we come through from something way bigger. So our soul gets to choose that, yep, I'm going here and I'm going to go in that body. Uh, at times, that's really fucked me off. I don't mind telling you, especially when I was destroying myself and I saw, you know, on TV, all these women that had these husbands that looked after them and had all the money. I was like, why couldn't my fucking soul go into her fucking body? Why does why do I have to be here? <laughs> and as as I'm telling you, I still, there's a little part of me that still thinks that. Why couldn't have I just had a fucking easy ride this life? But, you know, hey-ho, <laughs> it's what it is. And, and then I would really encourage you as well, like, to really feel and express how you feel. Don't repress anything. Like, get it out. I'm going off into another tangent here. But women need, we need the space to rant and to really go, actually, no, I feel like this. And this is really fucking me off. And I'm that person over there. Like, get it out. Like, get, find people that give you the space to rant without judgment as well. Like, because otherwise that, that energy gets ruminated and, turns into weird shit inside our bodies. So let's get back to our higher self, our higher power. And as I said, I believe this power is within us, but most of us, because we live in this fucking Western world, which tells us to be in our heads all the time, we're so tuned out from our bodies, we don't even hear it. We don't even notice it. And if we do notice it, we're like, what was that? And then we're so fucking busy, we go back to doing what we were doing. So my sort of inner voice, my soul, it's kept me on track. And also in my 40s, when I was, I gave up on life and I was like, fuck it, I'm done. I'm exhausted. I'm fed up looking after everybody. I'm fed up having no money. I'm going to retire. I want to retire. And I'm going to make my life as small as I can. And this little voice inside me just went, no. And it wasn't a voice then. It was like a, let me see if I can do this. It was a tap. It was like an internal tap. And I was like, oh, fuck off. I don't want to hear you. I am done. Everything I've tried is fucked up. I'm not, nothing's going to work for me anymore. Like <laughs> tempestuous is going crazy. You know, I believed in problems over possibilities. Um, so, but that voice, it just kind of went, nope, 
there's more for you. Don't settle. And that's when I went to Bali. That's when I went to Bali. And then that voice was like, ha ha, bitch, now we're going. And it kind of lifted the lid off all my dreams, which I'd packed down inside me. And you think about this. I'm going off all tangents today. If you think about this, like we all have dreams and desires. I'll talk about desires more in a future episode, but we all have these desires within us. Like, and they, they're made for us. No one else has our desires. And if we repress those, these desires have an energy, right? Desires have an energy. Actually, fuck it. Let's talk about it now. Desires have an energy. And when we open ourselves up to feeling and moving with that energy, it's going to take us to other places. And then it's going to take us somewhere else. And then it's going to take us somewhere else. I always remember, I think I said this in an earlier episode, but I always remember a woman, I, I, can't, I don't know who she was, but she said, what if life wasn't about finding your purpose, but by doing things that light you up and then doing more of those and then doing more of those and then doing more of those. I was like, uh, what? Yes. Sign me up. Sign me up. So if you think about your desires, they have an energy and then you're like, well, I just need to shut those down because I need to look after everybody else. And uh, I need to be the people pleaser and the good girl. And I can't cause conflict. And, you know, for heaven forbid, I raise my voice. Um, then that energy gets stuck within you. And then it gets stuck and then it gets lower and lower and then it normally gets stuck around your pelvis and your hips and then your body starts to ache and then you start to get all cranky and then you start to take life too seriously. Can you see where I'm going with this? We've got to lift. We've got to lift. Listen. I spit my words out. We've got to listen to our voice, our inner voice. And then also we've got to follow it, follow it. And yeah, it's going to be fucking scary. But wouldn't you rather be on your deathbed going, motherfucker, that was a wild ride. Woo! I did everything I wanted to do. Uh, wouldn't you rather be that than laying on your deathbed going, God, I really wish I didn't work so hard or I really wish that I wasn't so repressed and, you know, I held back. So there's always, you know, in my world, this huge sparkly invitation for you to unleash yourself, be your wild woman, be your badass, like bring your bitch out. Like I want to see her. <laughs> I really do. So coming back, coming back to our highest power, our highest self, um, whatever we focus on, whatever we focus on, wherever we spend our energy and our attention, it grows. So if we're always focusing on that uh, inner voice, the, the, the inner critic, tempestua, as I call her, She's going to get stronger and more powerful. But if we start to slow down, do you remember that from, God, I don't even know what episode that was, but it was about four back, talking about awareness. If we start to slow down, start to get ourselves out into nature, start to get some better rest, taking really good care of our bodies, we're going to start to tune in to our soul, our inner voice. And then we're going to start to build that up and that's going to become more powerful. Now, if you remember that I talked about the four stages of womanhood. And at this time of our lives, we're stepping into our queen. Okay, so it's queen in training or queen. And I use the queen as a touchstone for all my clients as well. So I use the soul and the queen. And to be quite honest, if you've got something else, and I'll talk about that in a minute, then go for it. And I'll talk to you as well about, I have many touchstones to remind me who I am and to keep me on my path. So I really like using the queen as a touchstone. And if you haven't listened to the episode of uh, Four Stages of Womanhood, go back and listen to that. It is 
a game changer. So using your queen as your touchstone, it's like, how would my inner badass queen act? How What would she say here? How would she create boundaries? How would she make decisions? How would she dress? How would she take care of herself? What would she eat? Where would she go? How would she make love? How would she flirt? So I love this. I love using the queen as a touchstone because the queen is our archetypal energy that we need to be in as we're moving through midlife. And we need to be in our age-appropriate archetype. It will expend energy if we are not in our age-appropriate archetype. And if you remember back into another episode. I'm losing the plot now with all these episodes I've done before that I talk about as we move through midlife, we don't have as much energy. And I don't think that's a bad thing. It means that we have to practice the art of discernment on how we use our energy. So if you're always beating yourself up, if you're always putting yourself down, if you're in your, if you're still being a fucking princess, then you are using energy that you haven't, you're wasting that energy. And I, this is where I have seen it happen in my life and I've seen it happen in my clients. When we stop expending energy on drama, on being a princess, on leading from our inner child, on walking around the world with unhealed wounds, when we start to really honor our actual age and start to take care of ourselves, our energy ramps up. We have more energy. We become more vibrant, more alive, uh, more magnetic. It's like people want to be around us. People notice like, whoa, what's that woman on? So that's kind of, I know that's available for you. So if I, so I, where was I? Because I, again, I went, I'm, I'm like all over the place today. So I was saying about using your inner queen as a touchstone. I, it's very powerful. But also, Inside us, we have so many identities. We have the good girl. We have the people pleaser. We have the bitch. We have, who else do we have? I mean, who is in there? Is there a vixen in there? Is there a sassy siren in there? Is there a power hungry mogul in there? Like really explore who is in me because we do have all these identities. And like, I'm, I did this exercise with myself years ago. It was like, I, I kind of, I'm very boho, but I'm also very glam. But then I'm also like a super lazy fucking loungy bitch as well. So it's like, we can be all these parts of us. And here's the thing, we can channel these parts of us for our own good. And this is why I like tapping into my highest self, my highest power, because there is always one that reigns. This is why I like the queen. All right. She reigns. She sits on her throne. Um, And it's because otherwise, if I let them, so if I go into a relationship and I'm not taking good care of myself, my inner child, my inner child will just leave the show. She will want to, she will want to get all that validation. She will want, she'll feel insecure. So she'll just want, 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 want. So it's like noticing these identities within you. And again, I think on series two, I'm going to go deeper into identities and uh, how we can look at that through a midlife lens. So you want to channel the identities that have got your back. And then saying this, Remember that we're part of something bigger. 
We're, we're part of something bigger. So if there are deities, goddesses, spirit guides, angels, animals, trees, like call on them. There, there are so many guides around us in the collective hang on, let's think about this, the collective unconscious. There's so much out there. There's archetypal energies, but here's the deal. They need to be asked for their help. They want to help us. They really want to help us, but they've got to be asked. So it's like, I I always remember, I go for a walk in my local woods nearly every single day and there's a tree and I've called her Beatrice. Um, Big, beautiful redwood. And I sit with her and, and it's like this conversation starts between us and she'll say, where have you been? How are you? And she reminds me to be rooted. She reminds me that I'm strong, that I have roots to the mama earth and into the cosmos. So can you see your touchstones can be anything? They could be a crystal. They could be your tarot cards. Touchstones are there to remind you of who you really are. I'm going to complete this uh, episode with this. We believe life is hard, right? We believe that we're unconfident, that we can't do it, we're unlovable. What you know, and it's just these stories that we tell ourselves. Flip it. Start to believe life is full of opportunity. Start to believe that you're confident and you're cultivating more confidence. Believe you are lovable, and tap into your higher power or your touchstones to remind you of where you're going and who the fuck you are. You've got this, Queen. Thank you so much for listening. I am honoured you are here with me. If you've enjoyed this episode, subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And I would love for you to write me a review on Apple Podcasts or share it with someone else who you know would love it too. Stay connected and sign up to my VIP list at fiercemidlife.com. And if you're ready to up-level your midlife, then check out my high-level private mentoring program. You'll find all those deets at fiercemidlife.com too. Until next time, keep channeling your most fierce and fabulous self.